Well, hello there, amazing lady. Welcome to this episode where I'm going to be sharing a little bit of my story and my heart, particularly about how I lost sight over the years of who God created me to be. And I want to ask you, lady, have you ever felt like a part of yourself has been lost or diminished? And it's something that you really love to do as a child or in your youth, something that you're really passionate about that brought joy to others and impacted the world. And if the answer to that question is yes, if there's an inkling to the back of your brain right now thinking, oh, maybe there is, I just really haven't stopped to think about it, definitely stay with me as we dive into today's episode. Let's do it. Hey there, amazing lady. Welcome back to the Jesus Empowered Maiden Podcast. I'm Jen Murray, owner of Relate Escape, where I create, inspire, and motivate Jesus-based empowerment for my sisters in faith. If you're ready to dig deep into the true character of Jesus and our Heavenly Father, to learn who you really are as the daughter of the King, to break free from all the things holding you captive, both internal and external, and to learn how to love yourself in all your beloved uniqueness, you are definitely in the right place. It's time, sister, to claim your female identity, authority, and freedom in Christ like never before. As always, you can learn more and connect with me over at RelateEscape.com. You are loved, you are seen, and you are meant for more. Let's dive in. All right, lady, let's dive into this topic. Now, what's interesting is that I decided to do this bonus episode because when I finished episode three, you know, I I had planned out episodes two, three, and four as almost like a series, even though they're not titled that way, because God had given me them like a series. He had downloaded them and he was like, I want these three things to be communicated and they kind of run together under a similar theme. But when I wrapped up episode three, this message was really on my mind and my heart, and I felt like I couldn't move on to episode uh, four without speaking about it. So that's why this is a bonus episode, is I just felt like it was so important to stop and settle over this, because I think this is not only my story, but the story of a lot of ladies out there listening to this podcast, unfortunately. But I feel like it's important for us to take a moment and just really recognize it and to get inspiration and motivation from it and see what God can do. Because that's what he did in my story. God was the mover and the changer, as we will see here in just a minute. I want to pause for just a second to let you know that if you find the story compelling that I'm about to share about myself, if you want to see some pictures of Jen and her youth and things that she created and learn more about uh, me in general, you can go to relateescape.com and just click on meet Jen in the main navigation and I have a whole page that will share more about myself. (laughs) I don't know where the accent came from all of a sudden. Uh, The page shares more about myself and including this uh, section of my childhood that I'm about to share. So with that being said, let's talk about how we, particularly as women, end up losing ourselves and not just ourselves, but the things that God created us to actually be or do, how he made us so that we 
are to impact the world in a specific way. So when I was a very young child, it was very clear that I was a pretty much a serial encourager. So one of the stories I like to tell that illustrate this, I don't remember it because I was so young, but I was told this later. When I was very young, I had a babysitter who happened to make uh, handmade Cabbage Patch dolls because this was like the, probably like the late 80s, right? It was during that craze. So, and she made them really nice. Like I actually still have one that she made me. Um, but she would make these handmade dolls and Cabbage Patch dolls. And before they would go to the new owner, whoever paid for them, she would have me hug the Cabbage Patch doll so that I would put love in the doll before it went to its intended owner. There's also uh, the story of, uh, which I think is even greater than the Cabbage Patch one. She, uh, my babysitter happened to belong to a church. Now my parents were not church goers, so I think this was for me probably the first introduction to a church environment. And specifically where I grew up geographically, it's very like religious religious and so uh, she played piano at the church and apparently there was some sort I don't know if it was a church service but it was some sort of public gathering in the church she played the piano and when she was done I shot up on my feet and started clapping and like celebrating the fact that she played really well but in this very religious church where that was not like a done thing right like you just stayed quiet everybody had a certain way they were supposed to act and standing up and applauding <laughs> was not like a way to express yourself. Um, so, you know, and I did other things as a child, like I, I just always wanted to encourage people and I did a lot of it through creativity. I remember um, creating like choreographed dance moves to Paula Abdul. Uh, for people, I would, you know, just make things like I, it was obvious that I was to encourage people and to do that through all of my creativity because I drew I you know when I got older I would write um, I just have a highly creative mind and what happened was is over time actually very quickly in my starting in my childhood that got lost uh, my father was very abusive towards me. I have two younger sisters, but for some reason he singled me out. And so he would make fun of me. He was a very emotionally, you know, mentally abusive. Uh, you know, he told me I was ugly. He obviously was not going to encourage any of my gifts. Uh, you know, he would do things intentionally to be cruel. He would make promises and then, you know, I would work towards something to earn whatever that promise was. And then when the time came, he would intentionally not give me what he promised me. So in that environment, I quickly became very, um, you know, you, you want to be very safe and you just kind of learn what's going to get that kind of response. And it, I just started tapping down who I was, right? Because you go into survival mode, you're not living in a mode where you're thriving. And so that's that was my childhood was, you know, I wasn't in an environment where I could be encouraging or grow in that uh, how God created me to be, even though I didn't know him yet, right? It just got diminished. 
And then when I came out of my childhood as a young adult, I was not ready to make good choices in life. I'm sure a lot of you ladies listening to this can probably, uh, you know, you know what I'm saying. Like you, when you don't have a good childhood, specifically when you don't have a good dad as a female, you just really want to be loved. Like my mother was distant with me as well. Um, there's a lot more to the story, but basically as a young adult, like I was not equipped to make good decisions. I didn't know how to live. Uh, I was just in survivor mindset mode. Um, I didn't know how to go for my dreams. My life wasn't about impacting others. Like I couldn't even take care of myself. And so I ended up in a bad marriage with a man who ended up being like my dad, very mentally and emotionally abusive. And so again, the nine and a half years that I was married from my early twenties onward till that marriage ended, that again was a environment where I was not, it wasn't even safe to be myself, right? And it also wasn't encouraging me in who I was. And during that time of being an adult, twenties and thirties, I was making decisions on my own too that was causing me to lose that part of myself. So my creativity in particular just just kind of became like this thing on the fringes in the background. Um, you know, I only did one semester of college out of high school and then I had to move away. And, you know, like I ended up working in retail and then retail management, which is not highly creative. And so when I went back to college, when I got married, I chose business, business administration, which to think of it now is so wrong. Like, how did I make that decision? Even a semester in, I was like, this is so dry, I can't take it. And I ended up just flipping through the catalog and choosing website design, which is ultimately what I got my degree in. But even though I was doing something more creative, like I was in a toxic marriage, I, you know, like he was making uh, choices to try and limit me from uh, community and I was saved by God two years into my marriage and my husband, ex-husband, I should say, remained an unbeliever for that entire time till our marriage disintegrated. Uh, and, you know, my church community really wasn't that supportive. Um, you know, like, and, and then he, you know, my ex-husband wanted to move us out in the middle of nowhere, so I was really by myself. So it was like all of these things were working against or diminishing who I was. And I, in the midst of it, was making choices to that were diminishing who I was, right? It's hard to, you know, I was made to encourage and inspire and motivate people, which is what God has brought me back to. Like it says that on my website. God's like, you were made to inspire and encourage people and you were made to do that through creativity. But for so long, starting in my childhood, up until just recently, uh, when God, you know, got me into a place, like I'm out of that toxic marriage, I've been through several years of healing, standing on my own, learning who I am, and even having a rough patch with God the last few years, like he has just in the last year brought me back into a very close relationship with him. Part of that uh, was him, you know, bringing me through wilderness period and then being like, okay, this business that you've been trying to build, it's actually meant to be my business. And, you know, it's going to be centered around like encouraging, motivating, <laughs> inspiring, you know, your sisters in faith, which is what you're meant to do. That's what I meant you to do is encourage and inspire. 
and to do it through your creativity. And he brought back who he made me to be kind of in full force. And you can clearly see that when you go to relateescape.com, just looking at my website, you can see the creativity. You can see the encouragement listening to this podcast. You can feel the encouragement, right? But all of that had been lost for so long. And I think I'm not the only one who has gone through that or is going through that. So what I want to say to you ladies today, not just to share my story for the sake of sharing my story, but here's what I've learned going through this walk. The first thing, uh, which might sound kind of obvious, but sometimes I think we forget, especially when life gets busy and we feel for in a season or a space, we just feel like we're just trying to survive is like the enemy doesn't want us to be who God created us to be. Number one, that's the first thing I've learned because I look back and I do see specific things that the enemy did that obviously he was straight up trying to diminish who I was as a person, as a woman and as just the person God created me to be, right? Uh, Sometimes he does that just through blatant tactics. Sometimes he's using the sin of others, uh, like my father, for instance, or my ex-husband, Uh, My ex-husband, I'm fairly certain from what I felt in the house, was dabbling in things that were dark. So I think it was a mixture of sin in that case and also the enemy like having a real foothold. Um, The enemy doesn't want us to be who we're meant to be because God has created us to impact his kingdom and to help others, right? We all have different gifts in different ways, but we're all meant to help the kingdom, our fellow sisters and our brothers, like the whole the whole family of Christ. So we need to be on the lookout and make sure that we're not unintentionally opening ourselves up to something that could cause that to happen, or just keep that general awareness as Christians to ensure that, you know, like is the, you know, like scripture says, the enemy is very sneaky, right? Like he prowls around like a wolf. So we just need to have our eyes open and to ensure that we're we're not being subject to his sneakiness, right? And that, you know, that's just part of the Christian walk. So that's number one is just, I can look back and say, yes, there were times when the enemy was just straight up trying to diminish who I am. The second thing is, is there are breadcrumbs when I look back to find out there's breadcrumbs that I can look back and see I was still trying to be myself there's also breadcrumbs when I look back that is like God like leaving little clues I find he does this with me a lot like I will look back in hindsight and I'm like oh I didn't really understand or see that breadcrumb at the time but now that I look back it's like he left that there so that when I look back it gives me clarity and I understand how things are either supposed to be or how like or what happened or like just to say that like I was there like there's and I like calling the breadcrumbs because that seems to be like the most comprehensive (laughs) term for these it's like he just sprinkles these little things and one of my like for example one of my breadcrumbs is at some point I think it was actually during my marriage because I've had this for quite a while but um you know the little like 
uh, I don't know if they're as popular now, but they were a craze for a while, was getting those like wooden cutouts of words that would like sit on a bookshelf or your dresser. And I found one one time that said inspire. And I, and I had to have that particular one. Like I'm not one for knickknacks. I'm very minimalist. And it was also like a brown color. Usually like things are that are white. And I think I saw it at like one of those like home goods or Marshalls, like one of those places. I was just walking through and I saw it and I had to buy it because it connected with me, even though I think I was in a toxic marriage at that point and I was dealing with all this stuff. I wasn't in a place in life where I was really inspiring a lot of people, let alone myself, but because that's like a hardwired part of me, I saw that and I instantly connected with it and I had to buy it. And it's through starting over post-divorce with literally what could fit in my CRV and a couple of thousand dollars, like that was one of the things that I took with me. In fact, it's sitting in my bedroom right now. So like there's like small things like that. There's slightly bigger things like I think also when I was married, I bought a Christian book that talks about, you know, how do you find your God-given dream? And after the chapters, they had exercises to help you kind of like a little workbook broken up after each chapter so you could figure out what it is that you're called to do. And at the end of it, you come up with a dream statement. And mine was, my God-given dream is to inspire and motivate others using uh, the arts, specifically writing and graphic design, I think is what came out at the time. And I even made like a little, <laughs> being artsy, <laughs> uh which is what this thing just said i like made a little um artwork so that i could print it out and frame it and i had it out for a while and then because of life it got packed away and was lost until just recently when god started saying here's how i want you to repivot relate escape and here also is how you're wired and it came out that oh I'm supposed to encourage, inspire, and motivate using creative arts. And I was like, wait a minute, this sounds familiar. Didn't I do something similar? And lo and behold, I went back and found the file and yeah, there it was. So I think God, like he knows what we're dealing with. He knows that between the enemy and, um, you know, the sin of others, like I was just talking about, also things in culture, right? Um, cultural in general, and also even the church culture. The church culture in America is not exactly known for letting women be full-blown women. Um, it mostly comes down to you get to serve in these very specific ways, like you serve in children's ministry, you serve making dinners for people, um, like you have to fit a specific mold, you know, the woman in, in Psalms who does like all of these things that makes you tired just reading the description, right? So like, it, it's not exactly a place where you walk in and you feel like super creative for me, for instance, right? It's usually churches are very like austere and they don't have much color and it, you walk in, it doesn't say creative. So there's not really gonna be much of a creative space for you unless you're doing like, again, very limited things like the slideshow presentation for service, the website, or maybe like a newsletter or social media. So the church also limits who we are. Um, for you, it might look different because maybe you're not as creative like I am. Maybe there's another way that you, you know, you want to, God wired you and created you to serve, but the church doesn't really give us a lot of room and space to do that. 
So between the enemy, between, you know, others' sin, between culture in general and in the church, we're really, I think it's really easy for us ladies to lose who it is that we're specifically created to be. God gave us specific things to impact the kingdom, but they just get lost. But I think God in his goodness, if we look back to our childhood, Right, I can look back to those stories and be like, "Oh yeah, like I, like I, I was probably like a six or seven year old stood stood up in a very religious congregation. It was like clapping like a crazy person, because my babysitter just played like really awesome music, which is a gift from God. Like, why are we not celebrating that, right? Or like putting love into the Cabbage Patch doll." Or, you know, just wanting to constantly do things for people using my creativity to help just bring joy to the world, right? I didn't know Christ then. I didn't become a Christian until I was in my early 20s. But even then, I was still doing things that I wanted to make the world better. I just didn't, it just didn't, you know, it got diminished, right? It got lost. But if we look back, I can look back at that childhood and say, oh, that's who I was supposed to be. I can look back before things started to diminish. And then I can also look back onto the other parts of my life, my young adulthood, my, um, you know, my, my 20s, and see little breadcrumbs that God put in place or things that just happened, like me finding that inspire, you know, word cut out and wood that... I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's what I'm meant to do. Like that, you know, that's why I got so passionate about it or, you know. So I think it's just, ladies, I think it's important for us to just take a moment, take some time and just, and also seek the Lord and, and just ask like, have I lost something that is so, you know, very integral to who I am that it's not just about serving others, it's also about, what brings us joy, right? God's not going to give us something that we're not going to enjoy doing. We're passionate about it because we enjoy doing it. He created us to be that way. It's like, Lord, what are we missing? What has gotten lost with, you know, just life sometimes? We get busy. Seasons are busy. You get married. You know, maybe you're, you know, in a, you're getting a PhD you're buying a house, whatever, things get busy. And sometimes before we know it, we look back and, oh, that thing that I used to love that I've been doing, I just stopped doing it and I've never picked it back up. And just seek the Lord and be, and ask him, what is it that you created me to do and created me to be? And has it gotten lost just for a myriad of reasons? What is it that you want me to pick back up? What is it that will bring me joy and help others. And I think it's I think it's just so important that we take the time to do that even routinely because it can be easy to get off course. So ladies, I just want to end this as always with a prayer. Um and just really hope that this episode spoke to you today and has motivated you and encouraged you to you know, if you've been feeling kind of lost or that you've lost something that used to be so integral to who you are, that you just make a point of seeking God about it, but also going after it again and not letting anything stand in your way of being that person or picking up that thing and doing with it what God intended you to. 
Heavenly Father, I just want to pray over all of the ladies listening to this episode right now, Lord. I thank you that you purposely make us so that we're all different and have something unique but equally important to bring to the kingdom and to this world. Lord, I'm grateful that you make us ladies with such a heart for others and to make an impact. And Father God, I would just ask that for every lady listening to this right now that is really connecting with the words that I've shared, my own story and just the truth about how who we are can get lost or the things that we love to do can get lost. I pray that um, you would help them seek you first and foremost. And secondly, that you would just answer their prayers when they seek you. Help them to find what is lost, what has been diminished, or even purposely suppressed. Help them to uh, seek it out in a healthy way. Help them to pick it back up no matter what they think might be standing in their way. And I pray that you just really empower them to be that person that you created them to be and to recover or pick back up that thing that has just gotten lost. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey friend, before you go, if you found value in today's episode or it blessed you in some way, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review over on Apple Podcasts. I love hearing from all of my amazing, powerful ladies, and I'm truly blessed when I get a glimpse of the incredible things God is doing in your lives. It also helps other women just like yourself find the show, allowing God to work in their lives too. Thank you so, so much. And by the way, if you want to drop me a line, you can reach me over at RelateEscape.com. Cheers.